Support for WRFA is brought to you in part by the United Ways of Chautauqua County. United Way is a nonprofit organization that mobilizes the community to help every person and family improve their lives. Donations to the United Way stay 100% locally in our community and get invested in more than 40 community-based programs. These programs help students achieve academic success, families to be self-sufficient and financially stable, and vulnerable households to get their basic and emergency needs met. The United Ways of Chautauqua County, proud supporters of community radio in Jamestown, New York. To learn more, visit uascc.org or call 716-483-1561. We are speaking with Western New York Land Conservancy Executive Director Jonathan Caledon, and I want to bring him on to talk about a new story that we just received. But also, uh, Jonathan, you are very new as the Executive Director to the Land Conservancy in Western New York here, and I thought this would be a great opportunity to learn more about you and get an introduction. Well, uh, thank you for that, Julia, and thank you for having me on. Um, yes, I am new to the Western New York Land Conservancy. Um, uh, several weeks into my role as the new executive director and following on Nancy Smith's um, remarkable tenure as the director of the Land Conservancy. But um, I am not a stranger to Western New York. I spent umpteen years as the New York Regional Council for the Nature Conservancy, based in Albany, but uh, one of the many beauties of that position uh, as a conservationist was that I was worked all over the state. Uh, one week I'd be out on Montauk, believe it or not, on the eastern end of Long Island, the next week up in the Adirondacks, the next month out here. So I've got some real experience here in western New York, you know, ranging from Rochester and the Lake Ontario to Lake Erie and the Niagara River. For example, I oversaw the acquisition of Motor Island on behalf of the New York State DEC. And down uh, in the Chautauqua area, I used to, the Nature Conservancy had an office in Jamestown for a number Mm -hmm. of years. Mm -hmm. And I was there um, pretty frequently. You know, we were doing work with farmers and focusing specifically on, um, on uh, you know, down on the border in terms of protecting waterways. But so I've enjoyed my time then in Western New York and I'm delighted to be back and excited to be back. And the Land Conservancy has some great work on its hands. Yeah, and thinking, I mean, you said you were all the way out in Montauk, then up to the Adirondacks, and then out here to Western New York, the the geology uh, and the the wide variety of um, habitats that you encounter across New York State, you've seen it all. And and so I imagine that's got to be very helpful when you come out to Western New York and the different uh, aspects of the geography and geology that is here. Yes, that's absolutely right. And, you know, I tell people... And, you know, I'm with the utmost seriousness. You know, New York, Julia, is, from a natural resources perspective, in my view, is the California of the East Coast. It's got incredible natural resources. And here in western New York, no more so than here in western New York, uh, and and I've had the privilege, uh, you know, a true privilege of experiencing it all, as I just explained to you. But, you know, western New York has, you know, two of the Great Lakes. You know, it has incredible water bodies, including the floating fence that we're out to protect this year. And, you know, down to the Allegheny Forest. And um, its natural resources are second to none 
of any part of the state, and really second to none in terms of subtler, perhaps, but second to none than other parts of the country that I've seen. And I haven't seen the whole country, of course, our equally remarkable country, but, um, you know, I've uh, seen enough of it to know that Western New York and the state of New York, you know, have such tremendous things to offer to people in terms of, you know, the environment and in terms of conservation and in terms of, you know, what goes along with um, protecting the environment and doing conservation-oriented work, uh, outdoor activities, economic benefits, health, you know, it's all it's all intertwined in ways that um, make me very excited to be um, with the Western New York Land Conservancy. And you just mentioned a couple of comments ago, um, a new project that you will you'll be working with, uh, I don't think that is started until I think this year, possibly maybe some previous work. But this floating fence that is up in Fredonia, and I was hoping you could tell us more about what that project is. Sure, I'd, I'd be delighted to. It's a great project, the floating fin. It's um, a fin, you know, just as background it, for everyone. You know, it's a wetland, okay, and fins are fed both by uh, rainwater and by groundwater, okay, as opposed to other types of, of wetlands. And they're really neat, okay. I did, uh, you know, discussing my background before, I did a neat wet uh, fen project east of um, Ithaca years ago, the Malloryville Fen Preserve, it's called. But uh, this fen that we have on our hands, the Western New York Land Conservancy, the floating fen, is um, adjacent to the College Lodge property that we protected last year. Okay, and last um, March we had the ribbon cutting for the College Lodge property since we had acquired it then. You know, and we opened it during the summer, and um, it's got four plus miles of trails. And um, the floating fen is kitty corner from it across the street, and it's 225 acres and filled with it, it's got, it's not all wetland, you know, it's got um, a very good portion of upland associated with it, the property does, and so there'll be, it'll be open to the public, but it's got all sorts of things, neat things that you associate with wetlands. It's got uh, great plants, it's got iris, and a couple of orchids, and it's got a, a little carnivorous guy, which I'm told by our biologists, scientists, isn't particularly rare in um, western New York, but is neat, nevertheless, and in terms of animals, fishers and beavers and probably black bear, I wouldn't be surprised at all. You know, the ubiquitous deer, of course. So it's a wonderful property and a very important one to protect. You know, we need to raise you know, a, a lot of money for it, but I'm fully confident that we will. You know, we're plan, our plan is to close on it by the end of this calendar year. So we've got the entire year to, to get going on it and to bring it to a successful conclusion. Mm-hmm. And do you, do you have that figure for how much you need to raise to, to acquire it? Yeah, we need to raise $925,000, uh, give or take. And, um, you know, we're putting a plan together for doing so now. But, you know, our work, you know, for example, raising funds for the College Lodge property and, you know, down in the Allegheny um, Forest, you know, have been successful in recent years, you know. uh, And so I'm fully confident that we'll be able to do so, you know, in terms of support that we get from the region for protecting such an important uh, property. 
And wetlands, of course, really are, are critically important to protect. You know, there are sort of our biological cauldron or fulcrum, you know. Um, we're still learning, you know, what wetlands provide to us in terms of their biological and environmental benefits. And uh, we do know that it's remarkable. And this one, you know, it's called the floating fen because it's got floating peat moss in it. Okay, think about that, how neat, how neat that is. And so, you know, I can't wait to, um, to, to move the deal forward. And another very important part of it is that, you know, both the floating fen and the Allegheny Wildlands, wildlands excuse me, and the um, College Lodge property fit under the umbrella of, you know, the Land Conservancy's work on the Western New York Wildway. And um, this is fascinating to me, and again, very exciting. You know, I've had the privilege. This, this is what's called the Wildway Project, you know, which is an effort to stitch um, conserved properties, whether it's farmland that's, you know, been preserved through agricultural easements or forests or wetlands, you know, or shoreline or riparian cor- corridors along, you know, the many rivers and streams that are here in western New York. You know, I've always been fascinated by that aspect of western New York, its waterways. But um, the Western New York Wildway Project, you know, overlays everything, okay? It's what uh, we conservationists call landscape, a landscape conservation project, okay? One that, you know, covers an entire landscape. And you know, the goals are wildlife corridor um, protection and um, climate change um, mitigation and adaptation, you know, to have uh, a project that stretches from Lake Ontario, the southern shore of Lake Ontario, down to, you know, the Allegheny Forest, you know, is quite remarkable. And for the Western New York Land Conservancy to have it, you know, on its radar screen is just, I can't begin to tell you and the public how 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 exciting that is and how um, much credit the Land Conservancy as a regional um, land trust should get for thinking at that scale. Mm-hmm. And this and this wildway trail goes beyond the New York State borders and, and you're looking to tie into I think there's an eastern wildway trail that is in, in the process of being created and in existence too? Yes, yes, that's right. I mean, the thinking these days is that conservation, of course, doesn't have geographic boundaries, right? It doesn't stop at the New York-Pennsylvania border, you know, or the New York-Vermont border. You know, it, um, it has to be done based on what science tells us. So, you know, the areas that have been plotted out for what I, what I characterize and others characterize as landscape conservation, as, um, you know, is really dictated by what, you know, what science tells us. But, Julia, let me return to the floating mm-hmm. fan project, if I could. You sure. know, So I've been talking at the 10,000-foot level. You know, let me get back down to the ground, okay? You know, it's really, you know, it's in Chautauqua County, you know, and um, I always enjoyed my visits there, enjoyed my visits to Jamestown, and, um, you know, really look forward to uh, doing our work down there, you know, and know that the Land Conservancy established some very strong relationships in its work on the College Lodge um, Preservation Project 
and, you know, expects to, I think, keep those going in terms of its work on the floating fin. And um, I can't wait till we get it, you know, in our hands and then are able to make, you know, the, tra- you know, put a, a sensitive, sensible trail system on it and make it available to, to the public, you know, so that we've got, you know, 400 acres um, conserved, you know, that are uh, across the street, you know, together across the street from each other. Right, and you recently, uh, with uh, the the Western New York Land Conservancy, uh, got the funding to uh, purchase another set of property over near the Allegheny uh, Forest called the uh, the Janet Gallagher Allegheny Wildlands, which it didn't have a name until too recently. I think it was just recent, maybe in the last couple of months. And uh, in terms of that port, you know, this, this is a, quite a portfolio that the Western New York Land Conservancy has developed in creation of this wildway. And uh, when you were talking about diversity and different things that are exciting about uh, the, net, the habitats within Western New York, I, I, I'm trying to think. I think it was a uh, um, Jean that I talked to about the diversity of wildlife and uh, foliage and in the Allegheny Wildlands, including the fact that there were American chestnuts found there, which I thought was Mm -hmm. just absolutely just, it blew my mind, honestly, because I didn't think that we had any left uh, in this area, so. Yes, yes, you know, that's a great, great point. Um, You know, all of these areas, I've been focused, I focused a few minutes ago about the biological significance and the biodiversity of wetlands, but, you know, the Allegheny, you know, forest region, as um, my colleague J. Jean pointed out to you, you know, has, you know, um, in terms of flora, it's, it's quite significant, okay? And American chest, the American chestnut, I mean, most of us know the sad story of it, you know, uh, one of America's, you know, magnificent trees, you know, during the country's history, but, you know, developed, a, a, you know, a, a blight that wiped most of them out, as I understand it, you know, but there, there are several left, and, you know, in terms of they're still around, okay, hard to find. The good news, as I've been told, is that, you know, there's been work done to create a strain of, um, or a variety, I guess is the proper word, of American chestnut that um, is um, immune to the blight that historically has, you know, taken down the American chestnut. And that uh, I just learned that a month or two ago, and I find it very exciting, you know, that we're able to start thinking now about, uh, you know, rejuvenating, uh, replanting um, trees that we've lost, you know, mm-hmm. the elm, too, for example, which suffered tremendously from Dutch elm disease. Right, and I think I might have read that same article, too, because I think there was another... Um, species, or not species, but another American chestnut was found somewhere along the East Coast, and they were talking about, you know, finding ways to, um, you know, develop a, a blight-resistant tree. So, uh, so a tree that, I, I, honestly, there's so many different trees that have been affected by different things that have come in, you know, we have other invasive species or, you know, diseases that sometimes exactly. you don't think that these trees can come back, but we're finding that science does make it possible, possibly. <laughs> So. Yes, that that's very well put. I'm I'm going to quote you on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'll be fine with that. So, okay. um, yeah, I'm thinking with with 
I know the goal, and it's one of the things I mean I personally appreciate is that with I mean, with adding these different conservation spaces, that you are making them available to the public at some point in time. Obviously, the College Lodge is open to the public now. Do you have any timeline for, or has there been for when you might be able to open up the Allegheny Wildlands for people to visit, or is that something that's still kind of in the process? Or yes, that's a great question. I believe it's still in the process. Okay. And I haven't had a chance to um, sit down with the staff and uh, hear about it, you know, and weigh in on what we might be able to do, okay? But, of course, the goal is to make it um, uh, available and open to the public, you know, as, as soon as we can. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's so important. And, of course, the pandemic, you know, taught us this. But uh, we knew it before the pandemic. It's so important for us to all to get outside, you know, and all understand, you know, as, you know, what E.O. Wilson called biophilia, you know, the, um, the great biologist, you know, in terms of what, um, what our connection to the natural environment is and um, how that affects us. And I think it affects each and every one of us in a very positive way, even if it's a subtle way and sometimes difficult for us to um, discern. So, yes, I mean, that is going to be done, I, I, as I understand it, um, sooner or later, but it's still being planned. That sounds wonderful. If anybody's interested in learning more about the Western New York Land Conservancy or um, helping support your efforts with the floating fence, uh, how can they get in touch with you, or uh, do you have a website they can visit? Yes, I mean, our website, you know, has the floating fence um, listed on it prominently. And it's, you know, it's really, we consider it, you know, our project of the year, quote unquote, okay? And we're at www.wnylc.org, okay? And, uh, you know, we are really just gearing up to do, you know, we've got to raise $925,000 to acquire the floating fan property by the end of the year. We're just gearing up to do our, you know, our heavy fundraising for it. But, any and all contributions, you know, toward acquiring the floating fan property are would be, you know, just gratefully accepted. So, people listening, please go to our website and um, and contribute, and then we'll have it with the College Lodge property next to each other, and we'll have just a terrific um, attribute added to, you know, Chautauqua County, Fredonia, as ter- as far as outdoor. Um, opportunities. Mm-hmm. Jonathan, is there anything else that you'd like to add or update us on? No, I want to thank you again, Julia, for having me on. And um, just, uh, you know, I, I hope that people will reach out to me and reach out to the fantastic staff here at the Land Conservancy and um, let us know what you're thinking. Let us know uh, what, um, what your interests are and what you think is important about the region. And as I say, I feel just tremendously lucky, you know, to to be here in Western New York doing this work. Jonathan, thank you so much for joining us today. Okay, thank you, Julia.